Imagine if you could change details in your life. That's the premise for altered reality. There could be places in the world that have their own physical laws. That applies to the lead character of Oliver Cook. Well, there hangs the tale. This is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore humanity. I spoke to the cast, writer, co-producer, Charles Agron, Krista Dane King, who plays Alex Parker, and Aliona Kamara, who is Oliver Cook's wife, Caroline Cook. So, Charles, how did this idea sort of come to you? I mean, I, hey, I'm a sci-fi guy, so I like anything to do with time or alternate histories and stuff like that, and the choices we make, too. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've always been so fascinated with time. I think that um, time is one of our most precious gifts, and we just sort of, you know, take it for granted a lot of times. And I, you know, very much in means like the sci-fi genre and, and those type of films. You know, I made another movie about time called Monday at eleven oh one a.m. Yeah, and um, for altered reality, I thought to my, I always thought to myself. Um, you know, what would happen if people could actually exist, you know, the past, the present and the future all existed at the same time. And so that was sort of like the genesis, sort of a sci-fi sliding doors, per se. There is more of my look at altered reality in just a moment. Aliona, tell us about Caroline. And uh, and you were absolutely terrific playing her, by the way. What a, oh, thank you. All the many things that happened to this poor lady, I'll tell you. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. You know, it's been four years. <laughs> we're so excited that the movie is actually coming out because it, it's going to be a surprise for us to see it as well because it's been a long time and so many babies later, here we are. Um <laughs> You know, I remember the cast and director, Judith Belay, she said this thing to me that Caroline looks like a very composed woman and maybe there's not much of aggression or et cetera, but there's such an inner strength because of this motherhood that made her like a lioness, very strong and very protective. And I think that's when it came out, when the life of her husband, the marriage and her baby was at stake. That's when that sort of timid, composed Caroline turn into, you know, goal-oriented. Um, I don't know, not, not, not a protagonist because it's more of, of a Alex. <laughs> but she was a good force with, with Alex. I, I think it was like fire and water, so, some sort of, you know, like Alex was this fire, she'd just come, you know, and then I feel like Caroline at the end was just this water to put all the fire down, sort of. That's an excellent way of putting it. Uh, Charles, what was it like to create this character? Well, it, it's a very interesting character because, um, like Aliana was saying, she's strong, but she's broken, and so is Oliver. And I know that when Aliana was auditioning, I, her dramatic expertise was on display. And um, I can really feel the character sort of come out when when she was doing the audition. In in the film, there's, you know, a loss of a of a child. And um, there's there's no word for that. Like, you know, people get divorced and people, you know, become, you know, orphans. But there's no word to describe a parent that loses a child. And um, I thought that that was very dramatic, very compelling to deal with. And um, being a broken mother 
I thought was something that I wanted to explore. Obviously, there's more to the film, um, but uh, without giving it away, she exemplified um, sort of what I thought. I really could see the character kind of jump out as she auditioned and, um, yeah, sort of the drama behind it. Oh, thank you, Charles. You never said that to me in person. <laughs> I, listen, I can't compliment you over and over on the set. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't, I didn't mean to. But it was quite a hectic beginning. We jumped in pretty quickly. Mm. For this, we were talking with uh, Krista uh, just yesterday that it was such a quick turnaround for us. I don't know how long you've been working on the film, Charles, but for us, we're just like in two weeks, uh, we got the call back or whatever, or packed our bags and took off to Augusta, Georgia. And then we're just studying our lines because we were talking about we didn't really do much sightseeing, that much, you know, fun. We were just really, we wanted to get into the characters. We really liked them, you know, those two females, they were great. There. Mm -hmm. Amazing, juicy roles. Yeah, yeah. Christos, talk about it. You know, it's one thing I was impressed by your performance. It is so easy to overplay a character like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, was that the direction, or you just kept her purposely in a box so that she wouldn't go too over the top? Um, yes, and I didn't want it to be a caricature of a crazy or someone who who or it was. I mean, she's unraveling, but I also wanted to kind of keep the um, the truth of of it and not make it theatrical. Um, I have a theatrical background, so I'm always trying to like reel myself in. <laughs> um, so it was, yeah, I was trying to really keep it keep her grounded and and keep her. Um, I wanted to keep her relatable because that's kind of the, the heartbreaking that makes it more heartbreaking. Um, and you don't want to just hate her, you know, or think she's just crazy. You want to also, um, feel for her. And, um, that was, that was definitely the difficult part. I was, I was kind of juggling. Um, so, Thank you. <laughs> no, I did feel for her. I mean, you know, she, she is she's a tragic character. She really is. That's the way I looked at her. Not necessarily a villain, but a tragic character. Some things happened to her that she had no control over. So yeah. I thought that was uh, very relatable. And uh, kudos to you. And was that part of the original script, Charles? Or is that something that well, added in? So now that I sort of complimented Aliana, I'll tell you, when Krista did her audition, <clears throat> the difference in the characters for me was, um, you know, if, if Aliana was broken, if Caroline Cook was broken, Krista, she was like sort of like the hunter. The hunter. And mm -hmm. um, what was so interesting is that when uh, Krista did her audition, um, there was like this undergird with a with a, a undergird or flirtation in in sort of what she was doing and i could tell that um she was embracing the the manipulation aspect of her character and the juxtaposition juxtaposition between the two was that it was like perfect i thought for the film so i wanted to uh, compliment her as well thank you yeah it's interesting because we are yeah we are very much uh the opposite where we're like aliona was saying she's she's timid and kind of proud and alex is it's almost it's almost um in the, there's this manipulation and almost this like anger that sh that she doesn't i mean she's jealous obviously but she's 
how do I put it? She's, um, it's like she's trying to get Caroline to unravel and to admit that she's got this privilege. Mm. And, um, yeah, like you said, like she's, she's hunting her and, and trying to make her unravel. So... Could I add to that? Because now as we talk about it, I feel like we turned the tables, you know, right? Yeah, Yeah. we totally did because you started all like uh, showing what you got, you know, all the cards. And in the end, it kind of, you, you got trapped in your own brokenness. Mm -hmm. That scene that we did at night till 4 a.m. in the morning. Wow. Remember the, the, one of the final scenes, I don't know how much I can reveal, but uh, when you confess the whole truth about your childhood, and et cetera. I think the pain got so close to Alex that she got lost in it. And that's when I think Caroline with her, like the stillness in her brain, you know, like focusness was able then maybe to uh, sort of trap you in, in you know, yeah. Yeah. exactly. You realize, you realize my brokenness and that actually i think actually makes you makes caroline realize that she's actually got a lot more than alex does and she i think you actually start feeling bad yeah that's definitely empathy for for you yeah that scene was so well done by by krista oh you know and don our amazing director would come to us and ask can you guys do one more take it was great can you do it again can you do it again yeah. and we like a machine like our tears got trained we would just do it at the same time on the same phrase yeah. it's just a, a really amazing night you know everybody was so just fun. in tune you know uh, the crew everybody it was amazing wow ladies i want to get starting with uh with krista first and 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 then lastly charles get your opinion as a women's roles that were this strong you do you come across these as often it just seemed like it was just so well written and these women were believable and not stereotypes oh yeah i mean i yeah we don't come across these scenes very often or these these types of roles very often um i i remember like in my 20s getting auditions and just being kind of Mm-hmm. just kind of like not excited, you know, and they were either over-sexualized or timid. Um, and I couldn't really, like, I just couldn't have fun with them or really, I actually couldn't really relate too much to them just the way they were written. Um, and this, <laughs> I mean, this came along and I just was so excited. And um, for me, especially playing, playing a villain, because I, it's just so far away from, from me. <laughs> it's just the most fun I've had with a role. Um, I, I mean, I love playing villains. Um, I've got to a couple of times, but not never this juicy, never this complex. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you, Charles. Yeah. Such a well, fun yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and he put us against three very experienced uh, male actors, you know, so that was very interesting, you know, because we don't have like much credits. You know, he gave us like a start and I'm I'm really grateful he didn't look at our names or credits, but what we're, we're imbi- we were embodying the characters for him. And that's kind of for us. That's why we and Don Fulneroy with all his experience working on, you know, with Steven Spielberg and et cetera. He did not dictate to us what to do with that character. He truly distrusted us. 
Like we didn't even rehearse very much and show me what you got. And then a little, it was just so, we really, I think things started changing. We had everyone asking us for certain things, like, do you feel comfortable? How about this? You know, doing that. It was just a very different set. You know, things really changed. So yeah, this part was really fun for me to play. And everyone who saw my audition tape compared to other things that I could show, they liked it, but I don't think it's necessarily just my acting. It just was such real script the writing was really like full you know it was not limited and you could be yourself in that i, I really enjoyed it mm -hmm. i want to say also just playing against aliana was she she brought such a realness to to the scene and gave me so much to so much for my character to to play to play with and we really worked on it a lot i mean we were like in each other's hotel rooms just like like, you know, talking about it and all that. And it was, it was just such a, a an actor's dream to, to, yeah. to get to work on these kind of scenes. And then also Aliona, just having Aliona as a scene part. You're so sweet. Thank you. And Tobin Bell, when he acted with us, he was just so, I mean, these men have such experience oh, and yeah. no one was putting us down. No one looked up, down upon us. It was amazing. So Charles really created such a great set. I don't know. I have to say thank you to the director, the producers, because we felt so a team, a part of that. You know, no one kind of tried to, to manipulate us or tell us, you know, no, I don't think how played this way against me. There was such a respect to everyone's job. Yeah, I never felt once that we were treated as as the like the the rookies or anything. I remember actually the morning after we um, had that crazy night of, of of filming all night, the really emotional scenes. We actually got a, a like a um, round of applause from the when Aliona and I came to set. We got a round of applause from the whole crew, and it was just like such a such a beautiful moment of them respecting us and and and. And yeah, and, and it's, it really was kind of crazy being up against such a, I mean, like two, three legacies, you know? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, so. Uh, Charles, uh, as far as Lance Hendrickson's Jack, we're not going to talk too much about it because I think people have to see it. But as far as when you were creating the character, were there changes from the maybe the original draft so even maybe during filming as to what he was or and, and what he's doing? Well, let me tell you this. I love working with Lance Henriksen, um, <clears throat> the ultimate pro. But to say that he brings a lot to a character is probably the biggest understatement that I could possibly say. Um, he keeps you on your toes. You learn from him minute by minute because he's so talented. He's constantly talking with you, coming up with ideas, and also keeping, you have to stay awake when you're you're working with him because, you know, his character, like he has his agenda that he has built, you know, as he performs the character. And um, you, you have to do a bit of a waltz with him because, you know, in his mind, the character is, is set. And so you have to, as an actor, kind of, um, uh, a role with it. And I think that for that reason, um, I, I mean, not only do I love working with him, I think the scenes with him come off as being so natural, so compelling. Um, he comes up with incredible ideas. Um, 
to say that he doesn't um, positively impact this film would be, you know, a crime to say because he is so talented. I mean, the guy's a, you know, for the movies, he's a Hall of Famer. And so oh, yeah. he, he brought a ton to the character. You know, I loved I loved Jack because he's so mysterious. And I think Lance just made it 10 times more mysterious. Mm -hmm. Tobin Bell's character. Interesting. Playing an attorney, something we don't see him doing very often. Uh, talk about uh, what he brought to the part. Well, Tobin is the um, utmost professional. So, um, you know, different different style than Lance um, is very surgical as we do uh, particular scenes. Um, <clears throat> what, what is so interesting to me about um, Tobin's character is that um, I think in terms of the time continuum, his character really makes you think because if you know, you've seen the movie, he has a, a very large arc in the film. And I wanted somebody afterwards to to think about how that arc was probably manipulated, you know, through the journey of the film. So, you know, uh, you know, without giving things away, he starts out one way, kind of ends up another way. But then in the last act, you kind of are left wondering, you know, you know, who is, you know, who is Tobin at the end? And, I, and that's one of the things I, I like for people to think about. Um, but an outstanding actor once again brings so much to the role i don't think you know when i'm you know playing a scene against tobin bell i'm lucky if people are even paying attention to me because he's so <laughs> tremendous you know i mean what he has done in the industry is unbelievable i think they're doing uh, you know saw 11 right now yeah, <laughs> so um pretty pretty legendary uh um career as well and very fortunate i've worked with him as well before and um you know to what you know aliana and krista were saying um when you put together the right team, mm -hmm. you know, it, it should be inclusive for everybody. It should be easier for everybody. You know, we got to keep those egos away. I think Don Fauntleroy has an outstanding career. And in my opinion, I think he's still a bit underrated, even with all those incredible credits, because he's outstanding. It's like you go on there, we've got the family atmosphere. You know, we've got, you know, you've got Tobin, you've got Lance. But, you know, as Krista said, you know, she called herself a rookie, but she wasn't a rookie on that set. She was she was part of the team. And, um, I, you know, I feel like the movie turned out the way it should have. And I'm very <laughs> proud of it. And I'm excited about where it's going. More with the cast of Altered Reality. So stay tuned. You know, uh, as, as far as themes, I think... Um, the first one that jumps out at me is preservation of family. And as far as starting with the ladies, what what kind of jumped out at you? You can even approach it from the aspect of your own character. Chris, do you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> as a theme for my character, I think, I mean, it's a huge arc. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's this pride and this is hunt. I think hunting is a good is a good theme for me. And then I, I'm like, I don't want to give anything away. Right. Uh, so it's a little bit hard, actually. To, um, yeah, man, I, that's a, that's actually a hard one without giving anything away of my character. Well, you can speak generally about the themes yeah. of the movie, not just. From yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, family and brokenness and resilience. Um, resilience and, and um, 
which I guess would be the opposite for my character. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I might actually have to think about that more. You know, your <laughs> character was very successful, but, you know, which shows that um, what I'm thinking about, what jumps to me, because I've been thinking about it, you know, now I'm a mom, you know, <laughs> so I, when, when I was playing it, when I got the part, I, I had nothing to do with motherhood, didn't know much, you know, but um, now I think... I understand it so much more and I think it's just uh, the the script was written really well and how Charles and I were, were doing the family there, it helped me. But everything starts at, at home, you know, from the childhood. So with uh, Alex, the same thing. She was successful, beautiful woman and couldn't succeed because that brokenness from her childhood. So I think that's why Caroline fights so hard for her family and for, you know, her child's future. So, you know, marriage, family is worth fighting for. I think that's what it shows no matter what. And if you're together with your partner, you can, you can, as long as the one is standing, you know, it says so that if two stand together, you know, it's much easier than one person. So I think that's, yeah. And I love that. Um, He's still, yes. I think about, you know, uh, yeah, I will give it away. So I'm not going to say it because it's, (laughs) Quite a few beautiful women in the movie, so yeah. Where's uh, Charles's moral compass? I mean, the character Oliver. Yes, so I'm not I, gonna. Yeah, so uh, Oliver. I mean, to me, Oliver. What stands out is two things, and I'd like you to comment on it. First is the choices in life we make, and mm-hmm. then the balance in life between family and career. Those are very important issues. And to see it in this kind of film is really kind of interesting. You usually don't see anything like that. So how did it, uh, how did you, how did you get to that point to put those in for your character? Well, you know, I think that um, for some reason, like um, family is taken for granted a lot. I think, I think that you oh, know, yeah. people, people have their day to day and they don't realize sort of like the rock of what family is. And it's like, you know, we're all sort of talking here you know, like new moms, you know, you know, I've had kids since the movie as well. And, um, and I think this film exemplifies like how important it is and the impact, um, what family is for someone who's young in this film and how that manipulates them as they get older versus someone who has that rock already set and then, you know, potentially losing it. And um, sort of, I've, I've seen, um, what I like to see is that I, I like to kind of create real scenarios. And um, sometimes you get basically a, a caricature of, you know, what I've seen in life in some of these characters. And I've seen people who've had it all and, you know, they go chasing something else for whatever reason. And once that rock that is not appreciated starts to unravel, their lives start to unravel. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that I always wondered, why would people go in that direction? That that temptation that I think is, you know, once again, the undergird of this film and manipulation. Sometimes I think people need to appreciate where they're at more and be grateful and thankful for that, as opposed to always trying to go the next direction. And so, you know, I don't, in terms of trying to answer like the importance in family and like the temptation, I, I think that that's sort of where, where it comes from, um, you know, in, in terms of, you know, how I wrote it. Mm-hmm. And uh, lastly, uh, what was it like to uh, shoot in Georgia? We'll, we'll start with the ladies and see what was it. It can be hot down there depending on when you shoot. 
We shot the end of February, right? Yeah, uh, it's good. February, yeah. So it was actually... It got called? humid. It did get humid at some point. I remember we brought all the warm clothes. I remember all the sweaters and coats, and then it got just really humid all of a sudden. I loved it. I Like I said, I wish we saw a little bit more. We were so engulfed in, in, in a job. We were there for a whole month. And I think for us, it was like first this big experience. So we really enjoyed every day on set. And then working on our characters and lines, we had an acting coach. So we were in a good way, workaholics, because you, you know, the acting job is so lonely sometimes and it's so sporadic. It's just you audition, audition, but you don't really like work most of the time. So for us, it was, for me at least, it was a holiday. It was fun. You know, I like being so disciplined. We would even go to the gym and read the lines and we were like on a treadmill. Charles, we tried to go above and beyond <laughs> because it was so it was it was grateful to be there and the people. It's a different, you know, for me. I've never been to Georgia before, so it's a different, um, different um, like culture. The food, oh, yeah. everything. So shooting on location is great because you really get to uh, focus and be really in the moment and in the character. I I don't know how it would be here going home, kind of. Mix in my life, Alion and Caroline. I think that kind of really helped. Yeah, it was almost like being at like summer camp. I would, I would equate it to because we were able to be so immersed um, in our work. And I mean, yeah, just I mean, I would go down to the gym and like drill my lines, which also helped kind of with the intensity of the character um, while I was working out. <laughs> um, and and it, but it was also it was also nice for Aliona and I to have each other kind of to um, you know as buddies and guy, you know we we would like um, borrow a car and go we we went a couple of times um, and we yeah, went to we did. little towns we 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 drove um, uh, but yeah it was really interesting just being yeah being away from home and being able to really focus was was really amazing. And and also just having such a gracious crew. I mean, the people there were just so kind. Um, and yeah, it was it was cool being in a, just a different location. So yeah, I couldn't believe how nice everybody was. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving around like, why why aren't people cutting me off on the freeways and, and that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so and then uh, I remember on another day, I mean, first of all, everybody's so nice, so gracious. Um, what was interesting is that on one day um, during prep, I got a, a we, they had to close the, the production office because they said there was a, a, a tornado coming. We didn't and know. We didn't know that. <laughs> this was this was before this was before uh, you guys were there. <gasps> and I'm not going to lie. I had no idea what to do. So, you know. There's a little bit of culture to be learned, but um, it was it's absolutely beautiful there. Like I said, the people were so nice. It was um, incredible. Great food, um, great crew, um, great locations. Like the homes are absolutely beautiful. Very easy to find locations to, to film at. Um, we were um, in Augusta, so about three hours, I guess, east of Atlanta. We had a couple opportunities to go check out Atlanta as well. So, yeah, it was great. I would certainly recommend filming there uh, again or to anybody in interested in the area. Yeah, yeah those, those mansions were not... Uh we're not bad, I'll tell you. They were nice locations. I, I had a little bit of a gone with the wind moment, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's one of my favorite movies. And I was 
walking by and there was this one huge mansion with these columns and I just yeah. literally I think I even posted on Instagram with the little gone with the wind, you know, soundtrack. It was just a dream <laughs> true to be in that location and work there as an actor. So yeah. Thank all you. The history, all the history there was just you can see it in the in the architecture. I mean, you can imagine just, you know, what, you know, used to be there. And just that first that first house that we shot in was mm -hmm. incredible. And the the um uh, I don't know how much of it we see actually in the movie we haven't seen it yet but um i mean the the grounds was it added so much of, oh, yeah. of the ambiance to to the scenes i mean it, it got me right into it because it's sort of creepy and i'm i'm like creeping around um so that really lent lent to it a lot mm -hmm. i mean congratulations charles especially having produced this written it and starred in it that's quite a trifecta. So congratulations on that. And uh, and then writing these amazing parts for these ladies who just killed it. That final scene is definitely worth waiting for. Oh, between wow. the two of you. We're so excited to see it, Charles. So excited. And you know what? To Charles also, you said he, he wrote it, he produced it, and he um, acted in it. And he had probably, I don't know how much sleep because he had a newborn. And now wow. I understand. Yeah. Oh yes. my goodness, seriously, how you didn't lose your head, I have no idea. Oh, when I showed up with those bags under my eyes, at least you know why. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I, I just, we're very excited. Um, the movie's coming out nationwide February 16th through AMC and Regal Theaters. Mm -hmm. And um, we're doing it through my distribution company, uh, King nice. Street Pictures, which we're excited about as well. And um, Nice. You certainly can learn that more on alteredrealitymovie.com if you'd like to learn more about the movie. Yeah, and you get to drive a really cool car, too, by the way. That I do. <laughs> you have to see the movie, folks. All right, thank you again. Uh, a real treat that you ladies joined. I'm really glad you did. You added so much yeah. to this conversation. And congratulations. Uh, a really cool movie. And those things make you think. And I always like those movies that make you think a little bit after you're done. So, uh, and this one certainly did. Thank God we have a reality that's not altered. Oh, one more thing I did like is the uh, the sepia tone kind of it, that were used in some of the shots, especially in the beginning, but I won't say more, but they totally added to the, uh, the not only the, the temperature of the film, but also the setting. It really helped a lot. So I enjoyed that. Great, great, great. We, you know, we, it's, it's important to keep a movie edgy. Yes. And I'm glad that you like that effect because we're trying to do something different. So thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. Sure. All right. Well, you ladies take care and Charles, you take care. Best of luck and uh, with the film. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I hope uh, other people will too. Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you at the movies. Altered Reality is now playing in theaters, as he said, AMC theaters. Sci-Fi Talk Plus has new special features like creating your own playlists from over 900 episodes plus exclusive videos. And added bonuses are commercial-free, uncut, and even special programs like my series Rewind. The best part, it's free. Click on the link in the show notes for free lifetime access. But this special offer will expire, so take advantage of it. And please, no anonymous signups.